For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Tiger fans, welcome to episode 269 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all future episodes. Apple Podcasts and Spotify video users, rate and review the show. And everyone, go follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. And we are back in the booth. Ken Clark, Zoe Phillips. What's good, fellas? What up, what up, what up, Tiger Nation? What up, B. Corsi? What up, Zoe? What's going on, man? What up, Ken? What up, Corey? What up, the I love family? <laughs> Fellas, 3-0 on the season. First home game, first home win. Dominated the G-Men. That's what we expected. We knew it would happen. So nothing, nothing surprising. Yeah. Kind of, I guess the way it started and how it ended may, may have surprised a few people, but we did what we expected to do. So let's hear our quick thoughts on the game. Hey, man, we like I told everybody, we're spelling our domination on the season. 3-0, so we got our M. And... uh we look good doing so, man. So, on to the next week. <laughs> a tale of two halves, man. Uh, you know, came out looking dominant, looking like we had corrected all of our issues from previous week and uh, had a couple of hiccups going into the second quarter, man. And things got a little shaky going into halftime, man. But, hey, whatever Coach Prime said, gave them that super juice. They came out and, and, and went ham in the second half, man. So, uh, amazing turnout from, you know, from, uh, like I said, tell the two halves, man. Uh, but it was great to get the win and it was great to, to do it in a dominant fashion in, 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 on the back end. So let's talk about it. You tell the two halves that second half 45 to seven. I mean, <laughs> imagine we could put two halves together like that. This team, could this team put up a hundred points in the game? I mean, yep. <laughs> they can do it though. You think so? Yep. So you stayed all, if you kept all the starters, on, if you kept all the starters out there, and they were clicking on all cylinders. Like when you go back and look at the FAMU game, we left points on the board. You look at uh, Tennessee State, boy, that 35, 38 points we talked about looks real close to what we talked about. We could very easily be averaging uh, 50 some points, and um, but nevertheless, man, I think they can. I don't think um, it, you got to catch the right opponent, man. We got the weapons. A hundred would be a little, little extreme. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So come on now. Take take the glasses off the blue the blue and white glasses. No man, I mean, I, I, look, I got a real nostalgic thing for y'all. I, I I almost got real came real close to tell y'all y'all do realize that we got weapons of bad destruction. JSU fans know what I'm talking about when I say that. So I mean, it's possible. 
Uh, so, fellas, what uh, you know, impressive the halftime. I don't know if can do you call that a halftime adjustment? <laughs> is that considered an adjustment or what? Or just a uh, attitude adjustment? <laughs> attitude adjustment. Yeah, what it was. Absolute refocus, man. It's like, yeah, it was definitely. Uh, I mean, we saw the footage, so you know, uh, if you haven't, I'm pretty sure somebody's seen a little bit of what Coach Prime had to say. Uh, like what Shador said in the uh, press conference, he basically was like, look, he came in fussing and then he went out, gathered himself. He came back cool and collected. He said, y'all know what we got to go do. And they proceeded to go do that. That's pretty encouraging to see that that take place. Well, the thing I took from the halftime speech, man, is his anger and his message was the very thing that he's trying to create with Jackson State. And that is he's selling NFL by way of Jackson State. And that's what that was his pitch at halftime. He said, Hey, you don't want to be a pro. If you want to be a pro, go out here and show me that you want to be a pro. Because this right here ain't it. So who showed you that they, who showed you that they want to be a pro? Uh, let me start, oh, man. I mean, 45. We're gonna start right there. 45. 45 won't be a pro. <laughs> I say that's number four on offense. He definitely looked like a pro yesterday, you know, uh, Listen, man, on Saturday. Dallas Daniels is emerging as that guy, five catches, 85, three touchdowns. And uh, you, I think he's stepping up and kind of re- taking on that Keith Corbin role, replacing Keith Corbin, and he's doing a hell of a job. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, little what a game. Let, let, let Zoe tell it. Xavier uh, Wilkinson. <laughs> Zoe gave Xavier Wilkinson his nickname, you know. I told him don't ever give no don't ever put sweetness on anybody. That's too much pressure, man. Live up to it. But Savion Wilkinson. What the name? He, he gave him little sugar cube, man. And that's you know, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Hey, it's just like typical zone fashion, bro. I, I just I ain't touching that. But oh, no, you can speak to that, right? Savion knows his nickname. I made sure to tell him after the game. Because guess what he, he said? Like Walter Payton is my favorite player. I said, trust yeah, me. Yeah, he, he, said, he has said that. He said that since, he been, since he's been here. But guess Walter what? I know this. So he can't be sweetening. So he a little sugar cube. I told you. I got him. I told him he yeah, fell man. out last. Say, hey, man, man, 23, 23 carries, 141, six yards a carry, two touchdowns. I mean, was, was he playing on – on a video game, the way he was hurling, hurling over cats. What what uh, what button is that on the video game? <laughs> Which button is that? I think that's the triangle. Isn't that the triangle? Right. That's the triangle. Yeah, that's the triangle. Yeah, I ain't played with it in a little while, but you know. Yeah, I, um, hey, look, there was some times where Zoe and I we were sitting in the stands. We went up in the stands and uh, wanted to watch the game from from the horseshoe that we normally uh, watch it from. And Zoe, how many times? I mean, there was. Corey, it's about five different times that he ran the ball that we both just stood up and looked at each other. We was like, oh, my goodness, this man is special. And I just love his ability. Uh, Shador said one thing in the press conference that jumped out. He said his ability to see the hole and to maneuver uh, through the tackles and whatnot. I thought that was very impressive. He saw the hole, his ability to stop, change the direction, and so he showed he showed the whole repertoire. Man. Speed, power, agility, uh, vision, uh, elusiveness, all of that was on display on Saturday. Look, the dude looked like Walter Payton. I'm serious. He looked like Walter Payton. Yes, he did. The dude gave him the no, no, no. ring. I'm not shaking my head in disagreement. I'm just saying, boy, you just ain't gonna let it go. Is it? I'm serious. <laughs> the dude looked like Walter Payton Saturday. He, you got it all, man. We hurdling. We, I mean, I call him one cut shouty. I mean, he he, he killing everybody in the phone booth. 
I mean, he he give it stiff arm. He hurdling. He spin cycling people. He giving you everything, and he got a forward lean. He ain't never going backwards. He gave he gave you everything he had. I, I do like that, Corey, about him. When you when you grab him, he he's the see my favorite running backs are the running backs that when you make contact with them, they fall forward for the extra mm-hmm. yard, or either they fall forward where they are, but to not. Um, go backwards. Usually he, he puts his weight down, so he has a low center of gravity. And, um, man, what'd you say, 23 carries, 141, two tugs. Hey, man, that's a that's a really good – when last time we had a running back have 23 carries in a game? In a game. That's I mean, a was it Destry right? I mean, I, I'm probably going back a little bit too far. No, 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 no. no. Uh, good, good and the Sims both did it. Okay. Yeah, Tommy Gooden and uh, Raheem, Raheem Sims. Um, okay. Raheem so, you know, we talk, we joke about this team scoring 100 points. I don't think a team can score 100 points. But the balance, though, how difficult is this team to defend with when you have this balance? We know what Shadur does. We'll, we'll touch on him, obviously, throughout this show. But uh, as far as passing passing yards, over 300 yards, well, actually over 400 yards, counting in JP as well, and over 200 yards rushing. So when was the last time a Jackson State team had that type of balance, 400 yards and 200 yards? I don't know. I can't say I'm talking about him. Casey Terrio? No, we didn't we didn't run that well with Casey. That's true. We had we had we had the yardage output, but not the not the balance. I would say the last time we had that balance, I'm gonna go 99. Hmm. Hey, that's interesting that you say 99. Did Mark Washington throw for 400 yards in the game? Hmm? I don't did Mark Washington throw for 400 yards in the game in 99? I don't remember. Speaking of 1999, first win versus Grambling at the Vets, 1999. You know, I'm just saying. I just thought, well, hey, that, you, that's, hey, you threw it right That's mind-blowing, man. That's mind-blowing. What, what, what mm-hmm. I'm thinking is you might be right, Corey. He might not have 400, but I'm looking, I'm looking at the balance. It's and the, the balance total yardage. Itself. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the specific number of yards, but just the balance as well. Balance yeah. and the total yardage. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Hey, what, uh, what, a, what an amazing job Coach Bartolone has done. I mean, when you yes, look at man. the plays that we yes. have out there. Um, we were driving on that fumble uh, by Dallas Daniels at the end of the second half. Um, you know, who knows what could have taken place with the point, you know, uh, after, you know, we, uh, after, you know, right before the fumble or whatnot. But my point is that even with 600 total yards off, you go back and look into the previous game. The only thing I want to make note of is the plays that we left out of. Just imagine what this offense could have. Uh, we have squandered more yards <laughs> on offense than some teams have even had the capability of even producing. And that just shows to the explosiveness and the, you know, to the uh, football acumen of, of, uh, of our offense coordinator, Coach Fred Barlow. And, it's and he's living up to his three, too, because, you know, what he said, I want to do everything to make the defense uncomfortable. Things they don't want to do is what we're going to attack. And it's plug and play. It's like no matter who we're inserting into this lineup, it doesn't matter. We're getting it done. If you look at the wide receiver room, I didn't even realize it for a while. But uh, no Cam Buckley, no Rico Powers. But you bring in uh, obviously, uh, you know, you have Willie Gaines and Dallas Daniels. But it really doesn't matter. But but I, who I want to definitely give some kudos to is DJ Stevens. I know Ken has been on this train, so yes, I'll sir. let you I'll let you speak on it as well. But DJ Dan, uh, DJ Stevens, I think he's. He's on pace to have the best tight end season for Jackson State since, since who? Maybe a, a Rinty Rollins? Am I missing? Rinty Rollins. Rinty Rollins. Yeah. 
and, and I, not, a, not a not a high number of yards, but a number the number of catches he has, multiple catches, and he they're going to him in crucial situations that he's producing. So Jack State, that's another element that we haven't had. So you talk about the balance between the run game and the pass game, but to have that tight end element is something that we we haven't had. So kudos to Bartoloni and obviously Coach Brute. Hey, I'll say this: um, as we were entering to the stadium, we saw Colin Ritchie, we saw Keith Corbin. And uh, being able to sit there and talk to uh, Kylan, he was he was salivating, saying, "Man, I really wish I could have played in this mm-hmm. offense." And he was just the thing that he said. He said, "Man, I'm, but I'm so proud of DJ." He told me that he was like, "Man, I'm so proud of DJ, man." And, and I, I got where he was coming from. I mean, he knows that he stuck it out. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. stayed and waited his turn. And now that he talk about a player that's waited his turn, he reminds mm-hmm. me he, to me he's the Devontae Davis of the offense. If you really go, you know, you want to look at that player. Yeah, if you want to look at the player that's been at Jackson State, been waiting his turn, he's a legacy kid. I mean, he stayed the course, and boy, has he not been that. Absolutely. Hey, that was one time. Speaking of tight end, I'll say this, I shut up. Man, that screen pass. I'm still just impressed with the formation. When they put two tights out in the slot, man, and and I called it, Corey, I called it. I said, I think they. I said. I think. I think there's a screen pass to Dallas Daniels, and it just so happened to be because he was the odd man out, and you got those two big tight end bodies that's out there to block. Creativity, man, by Brett Bartolone. <clears throat> yeah, man. Just to echo, kid, man. DJ, he, he's the. Um, I mean, if you look at it, man, he's almost like a relic in, in this in this new age college football environment. Could have easily said, "Let me jump in the portal and leave because I'm not really playing." You know what I'm saying? And we are having success. But, man, stay with, you know, stay true, stay down, wait his turn, and nice in the fruits of his labor. No doubt, no doubt. Mark Pope made his debut. Didn't see much of him uh, as a wide receiver. But, man, did he look good returning punts, man. And we have uh, an embarrassment of riches back there returning punts. I didn't know he was that fast, Ken. Hey, man, listen, I, I was telling Zoe, Look, I said I almost feel like I need to apologize because I didn't know that Mark Pope had this in his repertoire. But apparently the coaches knew. Look, we got a we got another specialist, we call it. Another specialist, another return specialist, man. Talk about speed. Matter of fact, some of the JSU fans were so excited about Mark Pope that even after the game, I got calls saying, man, I didn't I didn't say the same thing. Man. How about Mark Pope at, at, at punt return? I was like, hey, that's a heck of a revelation. Uh, I'm excited for him because you know he did he, he did jump into the portal. We know we did discuss that, but heck of a story. I think that 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 moment in that game, those big returns, is gonna pay. It's gonna pay dividends throughout as the season goes on from a specialist standpoint. But also, we're gonna see him do more on the field as a wide receiver. So happy to see Mark Pope contribute in a way, man. But special, special talent. He got some speed. So good stuff, man. Most definitely, man. But the the main takeaway from all, from him, though, man, is it's a it's a teachable moment, you know. Uh, again, to to all the youngsters who, who who watch this, you know, just stay down, you know. Everything doesn't come, you know, instant when you when you, when you uh when you want it. But you know what? Stay ready. Opportunity will present itself. I promise you. Mark Pope can vouch for that now. He can vouch for that. We have several examples of that. We we mentioned DJ. Mark Pope, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So just, man, just put your blinders on, continue to work. The opportunity is going to come. Also, Absolutely. speaking of which, Kevin Coleman. Kevin Coleman, you know, 
had you know muffed the punt, you know what I'm saying, and get back on the field. But guess what? That's last game. Get back to practice, get back to work, man. His opportunity gonna come back too. He's gonna get back on the field too, and he's gonna be productive this season. Oh yeah. Good stuff, man. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Shadur Sanders, we have to talk about him. Another, I think, um, you know, what he does, some, I think we just expect it. And I, but when I'm watching him play, I don't know if it's just me. I don't realize the numbers that he's racking up until I see the box score. It just looks like a kind of an average or subpar. As a matter of fact, in the first half, I felt like uh, Shadur, he, he, he just wasn't into it, right? Like he was, he was just off a little bit. But then you look at the numbers. It was like this way last season as well. But at the end of the day, you look at the numbers and another outstanding game, 21 for 31, 357, six total TDs, four through the air. And two and two on the ground. I think uh, okay, right now we're sitting there. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you go. I was going to say, man, you know, this, this, uh, <clears throat> with three games in, no interceptions, we're probably, uh, well at about what now, about 150 attempts, no interceptions. Um, the fact that he's, I think, what, about 10 touchdowns now? 12. With 10 North? touchdowns, two rushes. 10 yeah, passes, 10 rushes. Yeah, 10 passing touchdowns, no INTs, completing about right right about 74% of his passes right now. Amazing. So, I mean, so what, we, what else can we say? Well, we do have to talk about the, the fumble, the turnover, because people are gonna are gonna point we, that we'll out. So, so, so oh, I, I will I will say this. I, I'll go ahead and t- touch on it now. It, first of all, <laughs> it's just no no perfect quarterback. Like that comes with the territory, man. A quarterback at some point is gonna fumble the ball. Now he has to be do better, right? Let, let's get that out of the way, of course. He he he's taking this harder than anybody, any fans. Let, let's be straight on that first and foremost. But that's inevitable. That's a part of the game. But this thing you have to think about, Shadur, as Zoe said, no interception. So he had the one fumble in three games. That's one turnover every three games. Twelve touch his mm. touchdown to turnover ratio is twelve to one. Right? Any quarterback on any level on any team will take that every day of the week. Well, I I got to tell you, I don't. With the turnover ratio thing, I have to put an asterisk by it because when they really put that stat up, they don't – it's total turnovers, but we know when we're talking about quarterback, we're really factoring in interceptions. We, we really are when, we, when we're talking about quarterback. And he had, he, he's yet to have one. And, and again, the well, one look – look, look what we're debating. I mean, it's one turnover no matter how you look at it. But, but yeah, no, it's a turnover. Whether, whether we factor that in or not. It, it is. But, said, but the thing is, is – go ahead. No, I want to say this is what I want to throw in there. We discussed this, and and that's the thing that we, to your point, Corey, um, it felt very celebrate celebration bullish, and I'm and I say that for this reason because it has happened on numerous occasions where I think one thing you got the thing that we herald him for, the thing that we uh, applaud him for is his ability to extend plays. You know, it's not really the burner that you know that is father you know coach prime it was you know but he still has the ability and the athleticism to extend plays while doing so he's got his eyes downfield still trying to look for wide receivers so most of the time he has the ball kind of out away from his body it's not tucked mm-hmm. it's in it's being palmed so if a defensive lineman or D or linebacker or db or someone makes any type of contact and make the right amount of contact and they're coached to hit the ball you know you're coached to swing at the ball as you make a tackle you seen him cough the ball up some. And uh, I I think the reason why I say celebration ball is because the fumble occurred in the opposing team's red zone. Mm-hmm. Red zone. And, and the crazy thing about it was it just so happened to happen at the point of the game where it's it's very, very high probability for turnovers. 
You know, we jump off to a 14-0 uh, run. Maurice Washington breaks this big run. Now the opposing team got momentum. They're feeling good about themselves. We come out from our 20 back against the wall, and it's like we just can't turn the ball over. And I was telling Zoe, I would have rather have three and out than a turnover in that position because you kind of want to just push that momentum out of the game. But nevertheless, um, if we're just talking about the fumble, then that's my take on it. I think that just comes down to uh, a little bit more polishment, polishing of the mechanics and, and, and drill play, you know, learning how to um, go through his progressions and protect the ball at the same time. Well, I tell you what, the, the one thing that I'm, I'm proud to see, though, is the growth from last year because their early fumble, he shrugged it off and came right back and had the game that he ended up having. That, that you know that fumble wasn't it wasn't a deal breaker it it didn't it didn't crush morale or anything it was just a little speed bump. My bad. You know what? Let's get to it. Here's a here's a question that I would ask Corey Zoe because I I did say this I said Sador seemed like he was. You can't be too critical because you're like man we this kid is is at a seventy five percent completion rate and at one point it was like eighty eight percent right. He came out, he was wildly inaccurate on some throws. And he was overthrowing. So what's mm-hmm. that tell you when quarterbacks are overthrowing? What's that? Adrenaline, usually. We had something going on that was a little bit more near and dear to his heart. You had PRE, Paper Route Empire, you know, the dedication, you know, a personal relationship. I feel like, in a way, Shador was kind of juiced up. And, and, and really, I feel like when you, when you come out there, a super-duper – high on adrenaline, you're overthrowing. I mean, a lot of his throws were overthrowing. Good point. Were overthrowing. Great point. Yeah, with that being said, you go into halftime, he comes back out. Boom, Settles down. He's back to himself. What was your favorite Shadur throw? Because he had a bunch of them. I'll start. That pass to, Dan- to Dallas Daniel in the second half. Oh, my God. Talk about an NFL throw. That was impressive. The back shoulder, the one that was in the end zone. Yeah. Second half. Are you talking about the uh, the drag route going across? I'm talking – well, all of them were. I'm talking about the last one, the second half. They put us at 59. They got us to 59. We had 52, yeah. My favorite throw was the pass to Willie Gaines. I'm going to go ahead and say that. You know why? This pass was indicative of what the JSU football that we like to see. We we Y'all know we want to see bombs over back. Y'all know B O B offense, baby. Huh? B O B offense, baby. <laughs> Listen, but it was the accuracy, the hit him in stride. And look, if you go back and look at that play, he had a defender right by his leg, getting ready to try to throw him off balance, and he still was able to, you know, to, to deliver that bad baby in stride, in rhythm. And like Tiffany Green said, when it was covered, it was uh, covering on ESPN. Uh, Jay, Jay, what Jay Walker say? Got him. <laughs> and this is before you even no. saw where the ball was going. Really? He saw it. He saw it coming. Yeah. Right. It really gains, man. Running up it. under that. You know, hey, that was a beauty, man. Uh, Eighty was eighty-six yarder, I think. If I, my yeah. home, if my number yeah, is correct. Right. Uh, eighty-six. Willie Gaines, though, emerging as that big play threat, man, and we haven't had a consistent. Big, I'm talking about a home run, you know, eighty-yard, like you say, bomb over Baghdad, Baghdad receiver in a while. So <laughs> that's definitely refreshing to have that. And mind you, again, this is, you know, with Malachi Wyman on the bench. This is with, you know, Cam Buckley not playing. Rico Powell's not playing. I mean, man, it's like we can we could, we could spin the bottle with our wide receiver room. Just spin the bottle, pick one. Come on. 
Listen, though, let me tell you something. Malachi Wyman, <laughs> all swag receiver. What did he lead the conference in touchdowns last year? Was it? Was yes, sir. Two? Okay. So actually, no, he was behind D. Anderson out of Alabama. Okay. All right. Number he's two. Double digit, lead, yeah. Double digit touchdowns in a handful of games. This guy, he caught a garbage time touchdown on this team. Think about it. Garbage yep. minutes. How, how crazy is that? Isn't that crazy to me? Hey, it ain't crazy to me. It's encouraging to see him on the field getting touchdowns. Absolutely. So you know what and, they, and they, were so, they feel, were so happy for him. They were so excited for him. Yeah, it makes me feel like it's going to be, like I said, a prelude. But keep in mind, Zoe made this point several well, times. Malachi got started slow last season. That's what I said. That's what I said yesterday. Yeah. He's still on pace with double-digit touchdowns. He never started the game three or four. So. <laughs> you got that right, Corey. Fellas, defense uh, had a couple hiccups. I know they hated big plays, though, right? The Grambling couldn't consistently move the ball up and down the field, but a couple big plays. Dennis, Dennis Thurman definitely didn't like it. I was standing right beside him when we had uh, – we were up 52 to – it was 52 to 17, right? And he was upset about the 17. That's all that he was talking about. And that was before they had that last, before Gremlin had that last bomb. I couldn't even look at him after that because I knew he was, <laughs> I know he was going to explode. But overall, again, the defense still doing his thing. Uh, Hawkins, the Gremlin quarterback, 12 out of 30, 122 yards and two interceptions. So defense, uh, do we, why, I haven't been hearing the word dark side much this season. Are we oh. not the dark side anymore? Did that fall off? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I like I like the black hole, but I don't I don't know what somebody else is calling it. Is that uh, uh, reason why I say that? Because we were we were shut. Down. It's still the dark side, but it's always the dark side. But this is the return of the dark side. Um, seven. Well, they, we gave up twenty four, but ten of those points we gave it wasn't really the defense. But I guess you take the um, the field goal after the muff punt, uh, punt. The defense is still falls on them. So uh, seventeen total points that they they that they that they surrendered, but. Like I said, two ten of those we gave to him. That garbage time touchdown is just it just it's, it's you know what it felt like. It felt like that Tennessee State game. It, it was Tennessee State all over it. That's exactly what it was. Absolutely hated, it, man. It's like come on, man. You know we want to dominate, but again, it should have been forty-five nothing in the second half. That would have been even more of a statement. But and hey, it's all from good. a rushing standpoint. Grambling only had one hundred twenty-one yards, but most of that was on the big run by Washington as well. So they completely shut the run down as well. Yeah, man, one, we, other, um, one other point to that, and I'm real quick, is um, I looked at the stats prior to this game, Corinzo. We had only given up six points. The next closest team was 44 points. So even with us giving up 17, that puts us at, what, 23 now that we've given up? We're still not even halfway of where they mm-hmm. were last week. So go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, but so, yeah, I mean, we – I mean, nothing's changed. It's not like this this game is going to change the mojo of what we do, what we done week to week leading up to this point. And now, you know, we, we're going to this next, you know, this next week with the opponent that we got coming up, and they're not even, you know, averaging a good, you know, uh, offensive uh, offensive uh, put out as it is now. So, I mean, I think we'll actually regress with regards to our uh, average and actually help it go down some more this this upcoming week. So, man, we're fine. If you think about the the opposition scoring, though, a lot of the most of the points have been a ton of points scored on us, but most of them have come off just the big play, though. I mean, have there been a sustained drive on this team? I'm talking about a 65 no. plus yard drive. No, so it's just the big plays. It's a big, it's the big plays. Um, it's a sign. Usually, big plays versus the defense is a sign of an extremely aggressive defense. Mm. So um, <laughs> that's usually what happens. 
I think well, Lamar's watching. Zoe, Zoe kind of called that though. He was saying, "Look, you're not going to be able to go side to side." Yeah, he, we were talking about it. He said, "You can't go side to side on Jack State. You're gonna have to actually go up through the middle and then gas him." And as soon as he said that, like two plays later, Lamar's watching went up the middle. And well, that's well, you know, listen. Where where I was standing, I had I, I could see a head on because I was in the back of the end zone. He was coming towards me. You got to give credit where credit is due, man. That dude had two juke moves, and I'm looking at it like head yeah. on, man. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. I got to say, it was a beautiful thing. Weapon, that's what he man. did, though. Go back and watch it. So he's coming towards the end zone. I'm standing in the back of the end zone. So he runs right up to me and screams in my face, let's go. Let's go right in my face. Go back and watch the replay. That's me standing <laughs> Might there. be, might be told us. Yeah. I, hey, I thought about after the game, I thought about going up to him and saying, let's go, let's go. But nah, I, I didn't Look. I told I told kid I told kid I said I wish I had been beside you because I would have pulled that shag. Nah, man, college kid, man, let him have his fun. He he deserved he he earned that, man. You got to give it up to him. You got to give it up to no, him. That kid is special, though, man. I said it. Yeah, man, he is, man. He he uh, a talent. Talent, yeah, man. He, he is. He is, man. He he is. Uh, he's legit, man. Uh, that kid will be playing on Sundays. Make no mistake about it. He, he, if nothing else, to even be a special teamer, man, that kid is gonna play. Seriously, hey, I give, you, I give you, I give you a player comparison. I know this Tiger talk, you know, but he's a Tiger, Grambling Tiger. Player comparison to Maurice Washington, man, Darren McFadden. He runs just like has a very I, similar to, style to me, Cordero Patterson. Yeah, I said that too, and yeah, but I think Darren McFadden. Someone pitched that Darren McFadden comparison. I was like, yeah, I see that a lot. I was just meaning more so from the style of play. I mean, the way he runs, he runs high, and he has speed in the juke move. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's pretty cool, Corey. I wish you would have been able to get that on camera. I, I didn't think about it. Yeah. You being in the angle, you actually saw the whole development. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was beautiful. I mean, I'm a Jack State Tiger, but man, it's, I love football, you know. So you got to give it up. And I knew we would win the game anyway, so I was I wasn't worried about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but, but no, the defense overall, man, causing turnovers. That's talk about a beautiful thing to see, man. Cam Simmons, I think he had multiple turnovers. Didn't he? Have, he had an interception, and did he have uh, what else? Did he have a fumble. Yeah, he had the first fumble recovery on the first drive and in the interception. Aubrey Miller, Devontae Davis forcing turnovers, and that's what we want to see from this defense, right? We know they can stop people, but when they're creating turnovers and putting out the uh, giving the offense a short field, that's how you can get to that one hundred points that Zoe is talking about, right? So, so now also, Corey, the mention. So, we're talking about Cam. We know we could, who do we compare Cam to? Honey Badger. Already on this year, fumble, interception, sack, tackle for loss. Only players on the defense. Stat stuff. Wow. Yeah. I, I didn't even think about that. Let's talk about that Shane Hooks catch, man. We got to give Shane Hooks some shine, yeah. man. I, 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 I said, I, I didn't know if somebody was going to bring it up, but. Nation. Hey, Blur Nation came to play. It was uh, that was amazing, man. I mean, uh, I think he he made the top two. He was he was yeah. the two um at the two spot on the top ESPN top ten. Should have been number one, man. I want to see who, who was number one, but, but that, that, that with the hell Mary. Who was number one? Appalachian State with the hell Mary. Okay, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm gonna still put Shane Hooks at one. I, I I saw the Appalachian State. It was kind of the little pitch and wide receiver run up under and scored a touchdown. But no, that was an amazing catch. But no, man. Um, overall dominant performance uh, by the team. Uh, like I said, Taylor two halves. Um, came out and just man, we dropped sixty six on Grambling, bro. I and mean, that's just 
you know, I I, I think my uh, my dad asked me. He said, "Man, when?" He said, "My my dad, you know, my dad is, is seventy nine, class seventy nine. He said, "I can't think of a time that we beat Gravity that bad." So the respect that that to the G is, is is there. We know kind of some of our woes we've had with them. I don't think any of us thought that that game going in what was it twenty one and a half that we were gonna finish with sixty six. That's just nah, amazing. No, no, nah, not no, definitely not. Now, let, let me give you guys a score. All right. <clears throat> I want y'all to think about this this score. All right. 47 to 10. <clears throat> okay. Just uh, marinate on that score. I'm not going to tell you what game this was. So uh, think about your favorite team, right? High school, college, you know, Jackson State, of course. Callaway High School, though, you know, uh, Ken, <laughs> Murr or Madison Central, whoever you claim. I don't know who you claim. Both of them. Think about the. About, about both them. Okay. Hazelhurst High School, the Indians, uh, 49ers, <laughs> Raiders. <clears throat> So the Chicago Bears, okay, 47-10. If I told you going into any game, any any week before your team was playing that they would win 47 to 10, would you be okay with that? Oh, absolutely. You take it. You no complaints. You wouldn't complain. You take that you take that W and relax every every week, right? Twice on yep. Sunday. Okay. Do you know where I'm getting this score from? This 47 to 10? If I had to nope. take a guess. If I had to take Ken, a guess. Ken, Ken knows me too well. I'm gonna say. The average that we have on offense versus the average we're giving up on defense. That's the average Jackson State score. Woo! 47 to 10. I like 47 that. 47 to 10. Zoe said we were going to average 40 a game this season. Hey, hey, hey. They, they proving you right again, dog. <laughs> and, and that's not that's not factoring in a couple touchdowns that they took away from us at Tennessee State. We won't go back and cry over that. But, hey, you know, we, we, we want our, our points, man. We want our, our stats. Right. I have a question though. I have a serious question. Somebody asked me this. The Shador fumble, according to the rules, the <clears throat> young man that picked the ball up and ran the touchdown. Follow me, Zoe. Follow me, Corey. And did the layup. Should have been dead. Listen, he jumped in the air before he crossed the goal line. And he let the ball go before he actually touched that uh, the end zone. I, I thought the question I was, was posed to me. Was that a touchdown? By the rule, it should have been a touchback. Yep. I thought I was the only person. I, I didn't know the rule. I knew something was funky about it, though. I was questioning it. No. This ain't the NFL. Listen, he had to. Listen, he took off and, and did the finger roll thing mm-hmm. right before. I mean, I'm going to give you uh, one play that's indicative to something similar to that. If you got Sam Johnson that's get, kicking a punt and you run down there, you can actually stop your feet at the right before the goal <clears> line dive into the end zone as long as your body don't hit it and throw the ball to a teammate on the other mm-hmm. side of the yeah. line. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, he can cross the plane all he wants, but he has to cross the plane on the other side. You know, his body has to go with him. So he actually jumped up right before he crossed the goal line, finger rolled it and let it go, and then his foot touched the end zone. I'm like, Absolutely. boy, if, I, if those referees was really on it and we would have reviewed that play, that would have been a, a reversal of a touchdown. It would have been Jack State football. I, I knew it was That's something it. about it, but thank you for clearing that up. Yeah. Yep. No, it didn't look right. So, but either way, forty-seven to ten. Uh, are we dominating so far this season, guys? Are, are we meeting the this expect expected level of dominance in your eyes? We don't know what Coach Prime's level is, but in your eyes, I'm gonna say no. I know yeah, it's gonna sound bad. On leaving a lot of meat I'm on the bone. I know right? It's gonna sound bad. Like Coach Coach Prime said in his press conference, I, he said, "Fam, it was a complete game. Lack of days against Tennessee State. Lack of days during the first half. 
We were dumb in the second half. So, so no, we three. Right. So, so, so out of six, out, out of six halves, quarters, of football, quarters. We three and three. Six halves, six halves, yeah. Six halves of football. We got. Let me see. How do I do it? So we got three, three halves of lackadaisicalness. We got three halves of dominance. So That's last scary. time I checked, fifty percent ain't dominant where That's you want to be. So it should be sixty to like three. <laughs> I mean, give Gramlin a couple up. scores now. Give Gramlin a couple scores. Sixty to no, like three. No, no, no. I, I won't. What I won't <laughs> take away is the garbage touchdown, and I won't take away Maurice Washington's run. I'm just talking about shooting ourselves in the foot for 10 points, the turnover and the muff punt. You take away that. And then, oh, no, no, no. It wasn't even a muff punt. It was the fact that we had a running into the kicker because they had punted the ball, remember? Oh, no, he kicked the field goal and he missed it and we ran into the kicker. Yeah, 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 he, he, yeah. He, he it's that it. stuff, man. It's that stuff. So those 10 points, the 38 points we leave in, 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 in Tennessee, um, the points we left on the board, you know, J.D. with the wheel route, we don't have to go through it again. I'm saying we left – Yes, we were dominant. Yes, we're dominant. Y'all might say I'm crazy, but based off of the expectation and the new standard, the new standard at JSU, we had about a 50% clip of, and that just gives us more meat and more room to to, to, to strive towards because that's what we want to get to. I'm going to echo Ken. Nah, we ain't nowhere near as dominant as what we can be. Somebody else could say, y'all dominant. We all, but that's your dominant. That ain't Coach Prime dominant. I want Coach Prime dominant. Yeah. If he pissed off, if he pissed off, and and, and we could do way better than what we're doing, I want that too. And I want to see what I it do. looks like. I definitely want to exactly. see what that looks like. Exactly. Exactly. So, hey, we, according to Prime, it's meat left on the bone. I want none of it. I want gristle. Gone. Well, we, we should see it next week against Valley, but. We know how they come to town. They come ready to play. Forget the record. They're going to play hard. They're going to play tough. Uh, but looking forward to seeing Coach uh, Dan see his <clears> product. <throat> Fellas, 3-0. Let's keep it moving. See you at the Valley game. Yeah, yeah, man. Yes, yeah, I love. Go Tigers. Go Tigers, baby. Block is hot. And that'll do it for episode 269 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts and Spotify video users. Rate and review the show. And everyone, go follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify Video, YouTube, and so on. And we'll be posting every episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag I Believe. Hashtag Pack the Vet. Hashtag The I Love. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, 
They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.